Hey folks, Philip Bateman here with the Honourable Ted O'Brien. And sir, could you tell us why we're here today? Well, Philip, it's great to be here. Uh, we're here in Melbourne. We have an inquiry running which falls under a parliamentary committee. Now, this is the Joint Standing Committee for Foreign Affairs, Defence and Trade. And this inquiry is specifically looking at how small and medium businesses can better use the array of free trade agreements that Australia has right across the world. Hmm. And we've just sat at a really interesting roundtable with a number of representatives from uh, Korea, who's, which I learnt today, Australia's fourth largest trading partner, as well as members of the Australia-China Business Council, some of our massive exporters as well in the pharmaceuticals and cosmetics space. Um, what surprised you about this morning? Well, look, Australia has signed uh, recently free trade agreements with China, with Japan, with Korea, with Peru, uh, the TPP-11. Um, the thing that surprises me, though, when you go around, is uh, each area has a different emphasis. This morning there was an emphasis on non-trade barriers, those things that a free trade agreement can't deal with. Um, now, that is a common theme right across the country. What was truly unique today, though, it's the first time that there has been such an emphasis placed on the importance of language and cultural understanding. Those things that some people uh, will often say, yeah, but that's the soft stuff, that's the, the wishy-washy stuff. At the end of the day, um, what our Australian businesses know from first-hand experience is that relationships, trust, is fundamental to, uh, to doing business, and it's particularly uh, important with our Asian neighbours. Mm. Um, it was surprising to me, or revelatory for me, to hear from one of your colleagues who said, we have to govern for the 100, not the 99. What do you make of that? Well, Philip, at the end of the day, when you're in the game of legislation, and that's what we politicians do, we have to legislate, we have to establish law. Uh, one of the challenges we often come up against is we have to make an assumption that some people will do the wrong thing. And you have to get the crafting of legislation right. Um, on one hand, you are legislating for everybody and the vast majority of people do the right thing. But you have to account for the fact that there's always going to be someone out there who wants to do the wrong thing. Um, and therefore, you have to get legislation right that does not mean that you have to legislate for the lowest common denominator, but you have to account for the lowest common denominator as being a potential scenario. Um, but you know, every legislation is different and that's the challenge that we parliamentarians have to deal with. Hmm. And what are you excited about in relation to free trade agreements for the next, say, five to ten years? What I'm most excited about is free trade agreements opens up access to Australian businesses. And yes, that means more industry access, that means more jobs for Australians. But the thing that makes me most excited is I genuinely believe that Australia has more to offer the world than what we're currently offering it. I think there is something unique in the DNA of everyday Australians. And that is because we don't run the world, we are a medium power. Australians are naturally a humble lot, um, which means we have an ability to adjust what we do to suit the markets to which we sell. Yet we're tough, um, we don't get pushed around which means we have that unique ability to negotiate deals, to listen to the marketplace. Australians do that best. And overseas, and I spent much of my you know, 20 plus years in business in other marketplaces before politics. Australians are often choose, chosen to lead teams. Australians are chosen 
to solve problems, uh, particularly in Asian markets, and that is part of our cultural mix. We need to maintain that and leverage it. Free trade agreements opens up the door, and we just need more businesses to walk through. And as a closing question, I saw your earlier speech at Noosa at TEDx around rebuilding oh, yes. civil society yes. and saying it doesn't. we don't need the market, we don't need government, we need to do it ourselves. In the factors of we do have government and we do have the market, how is rebuilding civil society going from that time you spoke maybe three years ago now? Yes, that's right. Well, I'm a big believer in the importance of civil society, um, that we have to take control of our own destiny. And there are times when you need government, there are times when uh, business has to um, take the lead. But that doesn't take away the responsibility of every single citizen to do their bit. And that means whether it be particularly social issues, whether it be local community issues, individuals need to take control. Now, here we're talking about small and medium businesses. It's the same deal. It's almost one of these fundamental principles that, yes, we are lucky to live in a free, liberal democracy, but with those rights come a commensurate degree of responsibility. And those responsibilities fall on every single one of us as Australians. Um, and the more that we can step up to the plate, take that responsibility, but work together and lead, rather than just waiting for government or business to do it, then the stronger the fabric of our local communities. We do that right, and that's the thing that's going to hold us strong regardless of political change. Mm. And if there's one thing you want people in the, know, in the world to know about free trade agreements, what would you tell them? Well, I would just say that free trade agreements are not the end game, but they are a wonderful means to the end. And the end game is to ensure that we can all enjoy prosperity um, and shared wealth if we are prepared to take the opportunities ahead of us and cooperate, collaborate together, then everybody wins. Thank you. And I did Thank have you. one last question. Sure, sure. Um, I noticed you did your annual report in video, and oh, yes. we're talking on video now. What would you tell Australian business owners about embracing video? Get into video. <laughs> uh, people are wanting to know individuals more. And, uh, you know, you can, you can fake it on a piece of paper. We all know that. But uh, Australians sniff out a fake anytime. And I think once you show yourself on screen, um, well, your authentic self comes, comes out. Um, some people may not like that, by the way, but uh, at least then you are being your best self. Get into videos, get into interactive media. This is where the future lies. Embrace it today. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Paul.